This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Friday and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. As we wrap up another week, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hello. Let's get that Cobra gang together because we got some toxic news to use. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crimes, we've got the time with the Cobra Gang. Jamie Lynn Spears is still talking, and we are still listening. Okay, so this saga continues. Colleen, we've been talking about Britney Spears' Versus uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, her sister, all week. I mean, we've been talking about it for months, it seems like. But specifically, insofar as Jamie Lynn Spears is concerned, every single day this week, I feel like we have kicked off the show, unless Kanye and Kim put us off. Uh, But anyway, this has really been one of the biggest stories of the week, and it continues. And today, we need to talk about those texts. Remember how Jamie Lynn was like, I sent texts. Look at these texts. They prove that I am doing the right thing by my sister. She's on a full court press attempt to say that she tried to help her sister, despite the fact that her sister publicly has called for her to be smacked in the face. Yes. Okay, so she was on that podcast and she was like, you guys, I have a text and it proves everything. And we were like, okay, what does the text say? And then we didn't hear what the text said, but now we know what the text said. Yeah, a lot of the texts had to do with the shady practices of Britney's former court-appointed attorney, Samuel Ingham. And actually, we talked a lot about Sam Ingham because he was the one who seemed to be on Britney's side until it was clear he was not. He was When we found out he was being paid by the conservatorship, he essentially was speaking and uh, reporting directly to her dad, Jamie Spears, who has since become... Persona non grata in uh, this, you know, tall tale of celebrity drama. So the texts that Jamie Lynn Spears sent to her sister all had to do with a sort of warning and alert or to be on high alert uh, regarding this attorney, Sam Ingham. And here's some of the things that Jamie Lynn Spears had to say to her sister. Mom and her lawyers have been in constant contact with Sam about everything. That is Sam Ingham, her attorney. And I just and I and I first found that strange since you and mom are not even speaking. Put a pin in that. Mm. I did not understand why mom would be involving herself or inserting her opinion to your lawyer, especially if you didn't ask her to. She then goes on to suggest that um, really, and I think it's so obvious, and this just makes me think Jamie Lynn knows exactly what's going on and who better than the children of dysfunctional parents to totally see what's right in front of them, is that this is really about Jamie, or excuse me, Lynn Spears, that is Brittany and 
Jamie Lynn's mom. Oh my God, there's so many names that are confusing. It's so confusing. I, I just want to say... I wish we call her a different name. <laughs> yeah, just Brittany's mom. Uh, <laughs> Brittany's mom has got it going on. And what she was trying to do was anything to discredit their father. And so she was trying to take her frustrations with her ex-husband out through Brittany's attorney. So like manipulating the attorney, manipulating her her ability to connect with conservatorship, that is the thing controlling her daughter, insofar as her own personal uh, beefs can be addressed. So mm-hmm. Jamie Lynn, sister, Britney Spears, saying, hold on a minute, you need to be really careful here because this guy... Um, is being you know put upon by mom, and she doesn't necessarily she she ain't Switzerland right now. Okay, so that's a lot. There's a lot happening in their dysfunctional family. Is Jamie Lynn? I mean, what about that text is proving that J- you you know what I mean? Like, what about that text is proving that Jamie Lynn? Is the is the being honest or the good person now or whatever she's trying to prove? I yeah, guess well, is what I'm asking. What she's saying in those texts essentially is that she would step in, you know, for Brittany if Sam, that is the attorney Sam Ingham, tried to deny, uh, trying to deny having worked with Lynn's team. What that means is saying to Brittany, like, mm. I will be there to prove that mom is just trying to run game on this situation for her own benefit, which is not protecting you, and that your attorney is working in cahoots <clears throat> at um, against your particular interests. Yeah. So essentially, yeah, like, the bad th- guys. this text reflects that I am trying for no personal reason to have my sister dealt with fairly and equitably by her own attorney. Right? Like, it's not saying she's trying to, like, smuggle her out. Right. Um, you know, of the conservatorship or something, or, like, that she's going to destroy the well, people. S- stick a pin in that. Or that she's, like, trying to destroy the people in the conservatorship actively. She's just saying, look, I'm sitting here, and I don't understand what's really going on, and why, Mom, I know you and Mom are not even talking, so then why is she talking to your attorney? She's basically trying to give Brittany you know, more information than perhaps she had access to in her conservatorship. Mm. So, you know, I mean, you take that for what it's worth. Let's go back to the part about the fact that, uh, that we already stuck a pin in about the fact that Brittany and Lynn were not talking. That to me is kind of interesting. How so? I mean, I think I know, but well, because I, I don't think that Lynn ever gave that impression. She, she's been, consistently trying to i mean maybe without explicitly saying it but at least she's been trying to um get the public perception to be on board with the fact that she always was on team britney Mm -hmm. and and not on team conservatorship and definitely not on anywhere near team jamie right well i think what's interesting is For the listener who maybe hasn't been following the story as closely as perhaps we have, because that's our job, and we're also just completely curious and obsessed with the idea and the stories uh, contained therein. The way it was presented in the media was that we kind of had this feeling that Lynn Spears, mom of Brittany and Jamie, was on Team Brittany, and that Daddy Spears, 
uh, Jamie Spears was on team himself, right? Like controlling mm-hmm. Britney and the conservatorship. And it seemed like at one point that Lynn very publicly was trying to be on team Britney. What we've since learned as Britney has spoken for herself, because remember up until very recently, Britney did not speak out about any of this stuff. Like she was twirling in her foyer, not addressing anything in so far as the conservatorship is concerned. And once she did start talking about those things, and I think this has now flipped the script and changed our perception, and then this particular article points it out even more clearly, that Lynn Spears really had her own journey. And Lynn Spears was far more concerned with doing right by her own grievance against Jamie Spears, that there was a fight between Jamie and... Lynn in a way that was separate and apart from Britney. It wasn't like Lynn Spears was just defending her daughter. And it also was clear, I think, by Britney's own words, that she resented her mother significantly. And despite her mother's attempts to, like, sort of paint a picture in the public about her relationship with her daughter, her daughter did not feel that way about her. Because if you'll remember when she first started mentioning her mom and her family and the way she truly felt about them, we were all kind of like, oh, wow, she goes hard after her mom even, which is kind of weird because we all thought she was the one that was sort of you know, trying to save her. I just think that's because Lynn was putting that impression out into the public, which again just tells us that nothing is as easy as it seems. It's not as simple as Brittany and the Forces for Good, which included her mom, and, you know, Jamie, Daddy Spears, and the Forces for Evil, including Jamie Lynn, right? Like, I don't think that's the correct reading of what's actually going on. I think... Everybody is problematic in this scenario and well, utterly and fascinating. Everybody's for themselves. Well, and Lynn has already written her own book. She wrote it back in 2008. It's called Through the Storm. The real story of fame and family in a tabloid world. Yeah, she is very... But but again, like re, of, of late, she tried to play this role of like meek, sort of quiet. Like, I'm just trying to help my daughter and I think my daughter should get some more rights. And we were all like, okay, great, you know, girl power. But clearly, it's more complicated than that. Now, the other thing we put a pin in was uh, I said something like Jamie Lynn Spears wasn't trying to, like, uh, you know, whisk her sister. Smuggle her out of the conservatorship. But, well, Jamie Lynn is trying to say, like, kind of, actually, she was. And here's, here's how she's explaining it. So she, she said on that podcast which by the way I, like i know i'm not i'm not very good at my job i should have listened to this like five times by now instead of reading the report of the report but uh during part of that interview she did on call her daddy the podcast she explained jamie lynn explained that she really tried to get britney out of the conservatorship by advising her to simply do one thing so easy oh. all she had to do was move to a new state she just had to move to a new state, what? set up residence for about six months, and then, poof, the conservatorship would be gone. And not only did she give her that advice, Jamie Lynn also went so far as to say, hey, you can come live with me in Louisiana, and then, and then the conservatorship will go away. Now, Bradley, I ask you, do you see any problems with that? I know you're not a lawyer. Well, I, first of all, the woman can't this? drive a car. She can't even buy a Starbucks of her own accord. How is she going to get to Louisiana? 
Right. Like somebody would have been on her and put her in a box in a restraint. I mean, they would have kept her from leaving town. Something. Do you remember the level of security? Also, her dad was watching her bedroom. Mm, I don't think she was getting. But to be fair, but I want you to finish your point because you asked me a question and I answered. So, you know, the. In Jamie Lynn's mind, she's like, what? The conservatorship was set up in California. All you have to do is just not live in California. No big deal. But you're right. The problem with that, among so many other things, is number one, that's not really true. Um, because the conservatorship could easily be transferred to a different state. That that legally that could have happened. But that aside, how 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 Brittany even going to get there in the first place? Well, and her dad was al- already trying to make it uh, put that conservatorship into effect in, in other states. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is, but here's what I will grant Jamie Lynn. I don't expect Jamie Lynn to have been a lawyer uh, and the best lawyer in the business for her sister. But I do think this tell this further complicates this very black and white narrative that Brittany has been putting out on social media, that her sister's evil, that her, you know, everybody against her is evil. And she and her boyfriend are victorious and like without fault. I think what we what we do have is a very complicated family drama mm-hmm. that's full of a lot of toxicity and I don't expect that one of those people is going to somehow be you know removed from that toxicity what I mean by that is I think we should be just as critical of you know Britney's sort of throwing all of this out into the open as we are about any other member of the family, much less celebrity who does the very same thing. And I think the story that you brought sort of indicates that that at the very least, Jamie Lynn Spears was trying to was not trying to manipulate her as uh, or I should say she wasn't the evil caricature that Britney would have us believe Mm-hmm. That clearly, even if she's bringing dumb ideas to the table about how her sister could be removed from that conservatorship, at least she was bringing ideas, right? Yeah, she thought she was helping. And, you know, honestly... I'm helping. The, the truth is that what we have only is what they're telling us of their own version of events, right? And so that's how complicated toxic families are, is that there's the story as it's told, but then there's everybody's perception of the story and everybody's relationship with each other. And all I'm trying to say is today on Friday, January 21st, I am glad my last name is not Spears. Yeah. Well, because, uh, or that you are employed in any capacity. All these crazy alien stories can't be true. Can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener hosted the unidentified alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there. The unidentified alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
complexity or a part of this narrative whatsoever. Yeah. Take me out of your Oof. mouth. Although, we put ourselves in the story because, of course, we're talking about it. And we'll continue to. And who knows? When we come back, our very own friend Elizabeth Reese might talk about it, too. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our beautiful friend, celebrating Friday as we are, Ms. Elizabeth Reese. Hello, you guys. How's everybody doing on this Friday? Wonderful. Wonderful. I don't think I can hear Colleen, but maybe in a minute I'll be able to. Colleen, talk to me. Oh, there she is. Nice talking to you. Yeah, great. Okay, wonderful. You just sounded a little far away. Um, you know, yeah, Minnesotans, yeah. and I think the entire country is just mourning so much the loss of Louis Anderson today. This just, I had to have a good cry in the kitchen today about this. Well, and it's just so sad to say goodbye to him. And you had the chance, I'm sure, multiple times right. to to have him, you know, on your show and and be in, in his presence. And he was just like, he was... Uh, just from the very little I remember and know, just such a warm, like actual connecty human being. Louis was an absolute joy. And Louis was such a good friend of Twin Cities Live. I mean, he came through many, many, many times. We Skyped with him. We once did a Skype interview with him when he was shopping in Whole Foods. <laughs> it was so oh funny. And he would come and visit us at the fair. Um, I think the thing about Louis that people loved was just his authenticity. Mm. And he was really also just so connected to his roots as a Minnesotan. And he loved to talk about his family. And of course, his character on Baskets was modeled after his mother. He wrote books about his mother. And he came from a huge family in St. Paul. And so I'm sure there's at least like, I don't know, 75 people listening right now who are related to Louis Anderson. And Mm. so I just, you know, want to say to them that I just hope you know that Louis was just such a pride of Minnesota and that we are all just grieving with you. He died at the age of 68 just this morning in Las Vegas, he'd entered the hospital this week for treatment of a type of cancer, diffuse large B-cell lymphoma is what it is. And Louis Anderson was just um, beloved by everyone he encountered and everyone he worked with. I mean, Henry Winkler, Howie Mandel, Gilbert Gottfried, all of these celebrities are coming out and talking about um, Louis and about their connection to him and how sad they are that they are having to say goodbye. And then I think particularly like Gilbert Gottfried posted this photo of Bob Saget, Louie and Gilbert all together and said, this photo is very sad. Now RIP Bob Saget and RIP Louie Anderson, both good friends that will be missed. It's so it's we, we, the things that people say about Louie Anderson are so similar to the things we've heard people say about Bob Saget in terms of just, you know, Hollywood can really harden people um, who, come to the table with you know softness yeah hollywood has a tendency to kind of pulverize you right and 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 they they made a choice to really continue to stay gracious yeah um and act um with gratitude and love and and that is what's being honored right now and it's really special and comics are also notoriously a complicated bunch of people. Uh-huh. And Louie and I talked about this a lot. I remember him coming on Twin Cities Live after Robin Williams had passed away and talking about that with him and how sad that was for him. And him, um, I had a conversation with him off. I think we talked about it on the air. I know we talked about it off the air, too, about just, you know, the difficulty that comes along the weight that kind of comes along with being a funny person because I you know I've said this to you guys before but every encounter I've had with comedians I'm always reminded of how observant they are as a collective group 
So they just like observe all these little things about humanity. And I think there's a sensitivity that has to come along with that. And that can be difficult to manage. You know, it's difficult for, I think, a lot of artists, but comedians in particular. And um, Louis was just one of a kind, you know, in his success on Baskets with Zach Galifianakis, he was just so humbled by it. And he just enjoyed every opportunity um, and I know today on Twin Cities Live, I want to let you guys know our photographers are working tirelessly right now and pulling so many moments that we've spent with him on the show. And so we're going to have a big tribute story airing awesome. today. So you'll be able to look back at so many moments where Louis was with us in Minnesota and talking about his connection to Minnesota. So that's going to be coming up today. Really quickly, I did just, I don't know if he had any connection with LLS Minnesota. Um, and they deal with those living with blood cancers, oh. which I know he was affected by, but the big client in Minneapolis takes place in May with LLS Minnesota and that would be a great way to honor his memory. I love that. I love that. Thanks so much you guys. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next week. You Thanks too. Elizabeth. You can hear Elizabeth every day here on My Talk 1071 but also on Twin Cities Live. When we come back Holly's got blind items for you right here on My Talk 1071. Yeah. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Happy Friday. I know it's cold, but the week is over and maybe it'll warm up over the weekend. No, probably not. Doesn't matter. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm the Bradley. That's the Colleen. Oh. Hello. Hi. Hi. And let's get right to those juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. We call them blind items. Blinded by the item. Yes, we call them blind items. The celebrity gossip mysteries coming at you this afternoon. Here's the first one. The late night actor isn't allowed to party when around the reality star, so has been going overboard when not around her. One of the those mystery rehearsals was party related. Ooh, oh, Pete, like Davidson. Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so naughty, naughty Pete Davidson isn't allowed to party when around Kim Kardashian. So he's been going overboard when not around Kim. And one of those miss rehearsals was actually party related. Mm. Not surprising. And, uh, you know, that's what you signed up for. What did you expect? I'm all, I would actually like to pick up more the notion that he's not allowed to party around her. I mean... There's stories there, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure there's all sorts of things that he signed <laughs> signed mm-hmm. away his right to. Yeah. <sighs> Blinded by the idol. More celebrity more, gossip. More, more. more celebrity gossip mysteries. There are cancellations that are just that. And then there are those that reveal themselves to be much more days or weeks later. The revelations about the canceled residency (laughs) will be in the latter category. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. So NT lawyers saying there are cancellations that are just that. And then there are those that reveal themselves to be much more days or weeks later. Adele's cancellation of her residency in Las Vegas will prove to be in the latter category. Okay, but NT lawyer, don't leave us hanging. What's the what's the scoop? What's the story? What's the 411? Yeah, like yes. like obviously we don't know the story, but it's clear from the way this all went down that Adele, this was not about the show not being ready. I guarantee oh, you. Oh god. Because because you would have known long before. 
Well, not only would you have known long before, you would not cancel the entire tour through April. So if you were right. just saying, like, everybody's been hit by COVID right now, I don't know, Adele, honey, look around, right? Like, the whole world mm-hmm. can understand that and totally relate to it. So maybe start next month. I mean, a lot of the world is postponing things because of Omicron and supply chain issues. Um, those are totally valid. But then why did you cancel the entire tour through April? So right. to me, you know, you're not just inconveniencing a few people who are already in the air on their way to your concert. You're now inconveniencing all of those people who are not going to get those tickets back because all of those tickets were purchased, by the way, in a lottery. So mm-hmm. it's not like, what are you going to do? Like, give every, but those people can't necessarily go to the new dates that you have. So it's mm-hmm. just a big crap carnival, which says to me that because of the 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 consequences of this it had to have been something pretty big because you oh, don't yeah. just throw all that down the toilet for nothing yeah but the the thing that i get stuck on is i can't even imagine what it really is yeah i don't know hopefully somebody'll spill the beans that's why i wish nt lawyer were being more give us some beans girl hopefully in the next couple of weeks the beans will we'll just drop, drop and Wash us with gossip and intrigue. But sorry, Colleen and Bradley, until that day happens, I just got more run-of-the-mill celebrity gossip mysteries to solve for you. Like this one, this foreign-born B, B-list celebrity offspring celebrated her most recent exit from rehab by getting new breasts and massive lip fillers. Ooh, fun. Who just left rehab? We just talked about somebody leaving rehab again. But that's not an actor. Foreign born, hmm. what's the rating? A minus list? Uh, B. B. Mm-hmm. Actor, right? A celebrity. Oh. Oh. Like a reality show celebrity? Or at one point, yes, this person was part of a reality show. Okay. Uh, looking Are at- they still in the entertainment areas? <laughs> <laughs> They're in the biz, yes, Colleen. Okay. And I'm looking at their Instagram and uh, can confirm the lip portion. Uh, cannot confirm the other part. Cannot confirm. Uh, yeah. Is that like a Lisa Rinna? No. Oh. I just thought it was. I mean, she's got them. And she knows how to use Is she them. a judge of something now? Or a host of something? Oh, uh, well, you know, I'm looking on their Instagram account and they have a podcast. Mm. Oh. And they've been around for about 20 years. They first had reality show fame about 20 years ago and are part of a famous family. Oh. Oh, Kelly Osbourne. There you go. There you go. Okay. That's that's a good one because where did she where's she been? Apparently rehab. So apparently. Yeah. Kelly Osbourne celebrating her most recent exit from rehab by getting new breasts and massive lip fillers. I mean, hey, whatever, you know, whatever you get excited about. Yeah. Enjoy them. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. (laughs) Congratulations. More celebrity gossip mysteries. Okay. It's interesting that in the Oh, boy, she did get some lip. (laughs) Yep. Sorry. I finally got over to the Insties. Uh Uh-huh. There they are. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome? I don't know. I didn't give you anything. Thank you. <laughs> so, you're-
here's another celebrity gossip mystery. I'm giving you guys this. It's interesting that in the past two weeks, there's been a lot of hate leveled at this A minus slash B plus list actress who's an Oscar winner slash nominee and part of at least two franchises. She then pulls out one of the Internet's favorite fanfic actors to try and get everyone to like her. It'll only make it worse. Well, the fan fiction actor would be like a Jamie. What's his name? Dornan. Yeah. Uh, bad guess. I was just thinking uh, shades yeah. of gray or whatever. Yep, fifty shades. Yeah, that's a good um, guess though. Now I'm going with the comment section on this, and uh, this has to do with the release of some pieces of information regarding a celebrity relationship and the fact that it's just coming out now. Who has just announced their celebrity? Is that what you're saying, that we just learned about this celebrity relationship? Yeah, we just learned about it. And it's interesting because allegedly the relationship has been going on for over a year, but they just decide to release details oh. now. Oh, was this, is, was this um, Jim Hader and, no, what's his oh, name? Oh, yeah, Bill Hader. Bill Hader, sorry. I and knew it was a nickname. What's, who's the oh, woman? Oh, Anna, nope, Anna Kendrick. Yes. Yes. So Rebel Wilson. I mean, who's the who's the what? Fill in the blanks. Rebel Wilson. Okay, wait. Now I've already I've lost the plot. What are we looking for now? (laughs) No, that's it. You you found it. You found it. You found it. Okay, thanks. So what anti lawyer is saying? It's it's interesting. Apparently, in the past couple of weeks, there's been a lot of hate leveled at Anna Kendrick, and I don't know exactly what. Yeah, me neither. But. Because of all of that hate, Anna Kendrick pulls out uh, her relationship with Bill Hader to try to get everyone to like her. Okay, so that's Which really interesting because move. I was wonder. I I had a moment yesterday when I saw that headline that was like they've been quietly dating for a year. I thought you don't quietly date for a year and then have it like go public everywhere without there being a reason. Yeah, what do we know? And that's the piece I was missing. So apparently, people were hating on her. And she and was now like, she's getting hater. Hater. On. <laughs> <laughs> well, haters on her. <laughs> Never mind. Got your horny joke. Got your. <laughs> Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Um, this foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actor, is getting a huge spread in an upcoming monthly magazine, and wasn't asked one question about his relationship with Brian Singer and how they always happen to be in the same places at the same times. He just has skated right through any troubled waters. Hmm. Somebody along with. Brian Singer? Uh, yeah, well, what NT Lawyer is saying is that this person likes to hang out or has liked to hang out with Brian Singer extensively in the past has never really been called out for it and can, hmm. will continue to not be called out for it. James Corden. <laughs> James Corden? How is this person described? A-list, mostly movie actor. Foreign-born. Foreign-born, mm. A-list, mostly movie actor. One imagines uh, and this he is, used to hang out with Brian Singer a lot. Is a homosexual? Well, I mean, the implication is right. Uh, oh. Are there rumors? Uh. Okay, you're being delightfully vague. Okay, uh, back to the drawing board. Can you narrow down the acting world for us? Sure. Uh, this person is very popular. They have been involved in superhero franchises. They are currently is headlining. It a Chris? It is not a Hollywood Chris. Uh, uh, this person is currently headlining on Broadway. Not like Neil Patrick Harris. No, 
Hugh Jackman. Definitely rumors. Mm -hmm. There you go. So, Hugh Jackman is going to be getting a huge spread in an upcoming monthly magazine. Hugh Jackman? (laughs) Hey, hey. (laughs) I imagine he'd probably be on the cover of something like Vanity Fair. So, we'll have to look Mm. out for that. All right. And in this profile, Hugh Jackman wasn't asked one question about his relationship with Brian Singer and how they always just happen to be in the same places at the same time. Mm. And Hugh Jackman has just been able to skate right through any troubled waters concerning this friendship. I'm looking at an article. Brian Singer reportedly left Hugh Jackman bleeding after botched X-Men stunt. Okay, that sounds disturbing. I just Googled their names together just to see. Mm. Who knows? Well, Holly, thank you for those delicious blind items. Yes. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show from blind items to publationships. And, well, this is like a zombie publationship because we're still talking about the tit for tat between Kim and Kanye. And who's the bigger person? We'll find out when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hello. And we need to get right to the publationship chatter around Kim and Kanye. Wait, I thought they weren't in a relationship anymore. Well, Colleen. Wait, I thought they weren't in a relationship anymore. Exactly. But they are, at least in the tabloids, for the purposes of yelling at each other. Uh, there's a people exclusive that would like you to know which of these two people is the bigger person amidst drama. Let me guess. Well, yeah, please. It's Kim. Duh! Because why? Because Science. she's telling People Magazine that she's the bigger person. Yeah, or likely Chris Jenner, right? So there's a People right. exclusive that says Kim Kardashian is trying to be the bigger person, you guys, amidst drama with Kanye West. Oh, that's so nice of her to try to be the bigger person by, you know, using fake sources to talk crap out of the side of your mouth about your ex and tabloids. That's that's really being the bigger person. Wouldn't you agree? This is like a, such a theme right now in celebrity news is like people trying to show that they're the bigger person. Yeah. See Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah. Like, how about show don't tell? Yeah. Also, but go on as you were. Like, also, I'm not stupid. Like, I know that like... Like, you don't just serve something to me and I go, oh, yeah, that's a better person right there. Like, but I can think, right? Like, I can do math. I know that somebody had to spill the beans to this tabloid and likely the person was Kris Jenner. Why? Because it's an exclusive, meaning only this publication has this information and they and and a publication like People is not going to talk out of their behind. I mean, this is not the National Enquirer or some such tabloid that just kind of like allegedly pulls things out of thin air, right? right? So a source, just to give you the actual story, dear listener, is um, telling people that Kim Kardashian, you guys, is she's just like patiently waiting for Kanye to calm down. Also, okay, stick a pin in that. I can't. Stick a pin in that. And stop making statements about their co-parenting relationship in the media, because that's just gross. Remember when he was doing that on socials? As much as Kim feels the need to stand up for herself, because she is totally right in doing that, she does... I'm adding some of my own flourish here. She doesn't want to make their relationship worse. 
she's trying to stay calm and be the bigger person. Some of the things Kanye is accusing her of are really hurtful. Other things, she just shrugs off. So I just love the way that this picture is painted. Colleen, you said put a pin in something. Well, I mean, like, this is... This is like an issue with the Kardashians. That they live in a dream world. Just this. Well, this is a big one, though. This idea that, like that they can bend reality, which I mean, they do. So I can see where they get the idea. But like, you saw it with Khloe Kardashian, going back to Tristan, we all were like, girl, he's gonna he's gonna cheat on you because we've seen him do it. And she was like, No, I got this. And then she's all butthurt when he does because duh. Meanwhile, like Kim, Kim, this story that Kim is waiting for Kanye to calm down. When was the last time Kanye was calm? When was the last time yeah. anybody yeah. could control Kanye? It never has happened. Not ever once. It's Vuja Day. It is Vuja Day. I mean, it's really deja vu, but like literally, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. So I don't know if it's Vuja Day or deja vu, but like this story has been told to us many times. And again, they are. What did we say yesterday? And I framed it as Chloe away. She's either dumb or lying to us. Right. And so the same is true of this story. Kim is either dumb or she's lying to us. And clearly she's not dumb. As much as people out there listening are like, if I said, hey, email us and tell us if you think Kim is just dumb or lying. A lot of people would think she's dumb. I don't think she's dumb. No. Because... Because this is a multi-million dollar empire, if not billion dollar, although I really believe it's millionaire uh, money and not billionaire like they want us to believe. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, these aren't, like, hayseeds. Like, these people make millions of dollars manipulating media empires. They're not just doing things like, uh, I don't know, I think I'm going to do this. That's not how it works. Right. Right. Um, can I take us on a different journey? Because we just got a text that's very important. Oh, you want okay. oh, some breaking? There is some. Is there news. breaking news? Are you ready for it, Bradley? Oh, are you ready for no! it? No. Nick what? Jonas and Priyanka Chopra welcome first baby via surrogate. Wow! Quote, they had a we are baby. Overjoyed. Baby. Chonus baby. baby. That's that is a literal Chonus bonus. It that is. is. Holly, I mean, run quote. that beautiful bean footage. Oh, no, not that one. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> it's time for a Chonus bonus. There's a Chonus bonus on the way. Well, it's oh, here. Is, quote. No, it's here. The baby is. Well, that's here. what I mean. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. There's, there's an actual Chonus bonus here. Quote. We are overjoyed to confirm that we have welcomed a baby via surrogate. We respectfully ask for privacy. During this special time, as we focus on our family. Oh, good for them. We we ask for privacy in People Magazine. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, uh, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These people don't yeah. want anything in the way of privacy. What they want is the media. They want the ability to control the media narrative. Understood. That is I, that is a surprise. I would not have seen that no, coming. I was just going to say, I didn't see this coming from a mile away. No, no, absolutely not. In fact, not only did I not see them having a child, because every time I saw reports, and again, for the dear listener who's like, oh, how do you guys have all these opinions about this stuff? 
Because in media, they would say things like, we're going to have a family someday, but we're not doing it anytime soon because we're still focused on our career. I mean, I saw those headlines last week. Mm-hmm. So this has obviously been in the works for a while. One imagines, right? Well, at least nine months. Yeah, baby. Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> Take a long time. <laughs> for at the very least nine months. You are absolutely correct. All right. Well, we will uh, provide more details on that story if there are any at the top of the next hour here on the Colleen and Bradley show. No, uh, let's just give them their privacy. Or we could do that. No. We'll just not do that. We'll be right back.